What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Namaste Podcast, a podcast dedicated to uplifting the soul and creating positive, goal-oriented talk. Today on the podcast, I have my friend, Jamal J. Giddens. Yes, I had to say your full name because it is just it has some kind of like interesting, I don't know, like symmetry. I don't it's know. Got, it's just, got a ring to it. It's got a ring to it. It's pretty nice. <laughs> so Jamal, Jamal is actually a music producer, guys. So I'm just going to get him to introduce himself and tell you a little bit about himself to start yeah, off. I think you did a very good job of it just now. Yeah. So, yeah I'm a music producer from Toronto um, when I'm not music producing producing music is that the right word yeah the, the right way it's the same um, thing <laughs> I also work at a startup with two of my uh, good friends oh okay so, yeah, is that the one that starts with what is it called rudely rudely okay yeah. yeah I did click on that on Facebook but I couldn't find much info can you tell me about it yeah so rudely is basically a uh, platform that changes the way that candidates actually interact with job descriptions oh so instead of landing on a text-based job posting they get this really cool interactive thing that makes them a little more interested in the job and hopefully a, a better candidate for the company too. Oh, interesting. So you yeah. work with companies to put this out. Yeah, so we build a platform and then we integrate with whatever tech they have. And oh. then they just, it's kind of like an automatic thing now. So it's, it's pretty fun. It's been oh. almost two years now. Oh, really? Yeah. So you did you start this or? No, uh, the two guys started it, but I was really good friends with um, one of the guys, like the CEO, his name's Ryan. Okay. It's funny because me and you used to work at Chapters. And yeah. used to sell his book in Chapters. And no I, way. Yeah, I have his book at home signed by him. And I, <laughs> and I work with him. Oh, that's but, yeah, awesome. So cool. you became friends before or before yeah, you got was, it? Yeah. I was in high school and then I met him at like a youth conference. Okay. And he was wearing Nikes and like Jordans and I was wearing like similar Jordans. Of course and you bonded over shoes. Course, that's such a guy it, thing no, to do. No, but the crazy, the story is he, <laughs> he grew up in Ajax. Okay. And uh, like his whole story is that he ended up moving to Japan, teaching English and like started this whole program for kids who don't necessarily want to go to university or college right away okay because there's so many different career paths right like you don't necessarily yep. have to go i to didn't school. go to school right away exactly, exactly yeah so um yeah i kind of bonded over that and became like a mentor to me oh and uh, we just kept in touch like it's kind of crazy cool yeah. <laughs> oh that's interesting it's weird how things end up happening and it's it, it, i was just freaking out this morning thinking so weird how uh, how many years ago did we work at chapters together because i worked at chapters for five years and i quit in two, 2016. Yeah, when did you quit? 2015, midway through 2015. 20, okay. Yeah. Did well, How long were you there? A year? Two years? Probably two. Two years? Close to two yeah. years, yeah. Yeah, so weird. Yeah, whenever I go back to chapters now, uh, I there's nobody that I recognize. <laughs> and I just, <laughs> I feel, it feels just, weird. The yeah. turnover is way too high these days. Also, another crazy story is <laughs> one of the companies that I work with is Indigo. What? So it comes, yeah, it comes full circle. They no use, way. They use really, yeah. That's a that's this is a great company to work with yeah, for sure. Truly, truly. Yeah. So if uh, for all the American listeners out there, because I have they're a actually few. in America now too, though. They just opened their first store in uh, New Jersey. No way. Yeah. That's random. Why New Jersey? You think? I don't know. It's close <laughs> enough to us, I guess. Are there no Barnes and Nobles <laughs> nearby? I <laughs> swear, Chapters is almost identical to Barnes and Noble. I'm sorry, Chapters, for, for saying that, but yeah, it's yeah. quite similar. I don't know. Am it's I same, wrong? Similar model, but similar. Yeah, the layout. Chapters. I just kind of, love Chapters. It's true. It's true. You can't. Yeah, I. I always. So I have a lot of um, cricket American fans, and I'm yeah. always talking about oh, how amazing Chapters is <laughs> and how it's just so comforting. And um, a lot of them have said, "Oh, I just wish I could come to Chapters in Canada because they talk about <laughs> there it." There you so go. Much. Go to New Jersey. There's an indigo store. Yeah. That's your, uh, Sick. That's pretty experience. cool. Did yeah. you help with the hiring for that then? Yeah. So like I kind of randomly met the girl who she doesn't work there anymore, but she uh, was in talent acquisition and we just, I just met her online and I was like, hey, like we have this tool that might be kind of cool for you guys. Oh. And I met her in person and she was like, yeah, let's do the deal. 
And then uh, wow. I went to their office and I was like, hey, I used to work at Chapters. And they were like, oh, really? Like they just made me or made, made them like me even more. Of course, so of course. Yeah, because you can so, relate. Yeah, they've been on the platform for like a year and they love it. So really yeah. cool. That's yeah, awesome. So full circle. That's really cool. Yeah, I miss chapters all the time. It's, uh, <laughs> I, oh, I, and I guess also I haven't said that it's a bookstore, but that's obviously I said Barnes and Noble. But yes, for anyone yeah. who's very confused right now, it's the most amazing bookstore. So yeah, I miss it all the time. Uh, OK, cool. Can you tell us more about uh, your music pu- producing? So which one yeah. do you focus on them sort of equally or are you more looking towards uh being a music producer full-time i mean they're both i'd say plan a's like music to me is just something yeah. that I, I love doing yeah I've you've been, always done it yeah like it's yeah. just always been around me like music's just something that i've been interested in so i'd love to eventually make music like my full-time career cool it's a struggle but like and I, at the same time if somebody gets i'm the kind of person that gets bored of things really quickly wait are you a gemini <laughs> no i'm a pisces Oh, well, that's why we get along. Yeah, I'm, yeah my, my brother's Pisces. <laughs> we're like BFFs. So. But um, yeah, I'm the kind of guy that gets bored of things quickly. So okay. like, I feel like if I made it my career, I just I get good at it and then be like, yeah, let's try something new. And Interesting. Then, yeah. So I, it's, <laughs> I try not to do too much of it because like I'll, I just end up not liking it anymore. So something that like I've done that since I was a kid. I'll start okay. something and be like, yeah, OK, I'm over it. So really? So yeah. maybe you're just not being challenged enough. That too, and I think I just yeah. always need to have something else going on, so I can kind of focus on more than one thing at a time. Yeah, just, it's good for my brain. Yeah, I'm kind of like that too, actually. I always have something like that. I have this podcast, but I also host Cricket Live, right? Yeah, so it yeah. gives you that like duality where you can you know, yeah. you have your work, but you also have time to experiment on things that you like doing. Right. That, like I love kind of doing that stuff. So. Oh, cool! Yeah. Very interesting. Oh man, I had a question that I wanted to ask you. Now it's completely slipped my brain. I hate <laughs> when that happens. Um. Oh yes, I. I don't know if uh, I'm allowed to say this story uh, but uh, i wanted to ask if you are are you cool with telling people about that justin bieber story like didn't you sold a beat once didn't you no so what happened was basically um i met this guy when i was working at best buy and he was a huge producer and uh, his name's t-minus and he's like super famous now and he was famous back then but he yeah. ended up like just living in the area and became really good friends and this one time he was like just making music uh with this other guy named josh valley okay. who's a guitarist from la I just happened to be like over while he was making a song with Justin Bieber and like crazy was, it was so cool like just to watch the whole process and then like to see it like take off and like become a Justin Bieber song was like right insane as well so cool yeah, it's really dope. you weren't you weren't a part of selling like a really huge uh, Not, deal I, like, I feel I can't remember if that was you I don't no, know I like I work with a lot of artists here okay so uh one of the guys I work with is Ram Riddles and like he got really popular um like Drake took one of his songs and re- remade it um i worked with that's pretty cool yeah it was really cool yeah like, i think some of those songs have like a million or two million plays on soundcloud so awesome and he's huge he was just touring in india too which is cool for him um but I that's a with, good uh good place to get big in eh? Yeah, to like that whole market is like market. massive yeah. right so um, cricket live's actually huge in india really yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, that's the place to be now like, yeah just the market over here is so saturated <laughs> it's like, so i say this all the time it's so saturated and for acting too like if you want to legitimately like get noticed in the acting world like maybe try going to asia or yeah, like or india you know a country within asia just because i feel like that they're, they're constantly looking for other ethnicities eth- why can't i say that <laughs> ethnicities for their movies and such yeah. or for their um for just photo shoots and what i feel model so yeah but it seems to be popular i work with another artist named darren falana and he's like the main guy that i work with and he's okay. based out of brampton and like he's really really good he's a rapper um from brampton so it, it's a hard road because like if you think yeah. about rappers out of toronto that aren't drake 
Yeah. It's, it's tough, right? So. Oh, I know, man. I did um, a couple of music videos for this artist called Sunreal. Do you know oh, him? Yeah, I know him. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's like, honestly, such a great like personality. And I'm yeah. actually, I really like his stuff because it's happy and it's very positive and cool. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, I've, I worked with him almost maybe two, maybe three years ago now. And he, it's, I'm watching the journey and it's just such a slow journey getting yeah. out there. Like, even though he's been nominated for much music video awards and all kinds of stuff, like, mm. holy moly, I think yeah, now it, I'm seeing like his social media growing a little and like he gets way more views on his YouTube videos, but God. Yeah, it's crazy. I read this thing the other day when it says that like, if you're trying to be an artist um, now, it takes anywhere from $500,000 to $3 million to like really break no that doubt. into the mainstream. No doubt. And then when you think about like, the longevity of artists now where it's like maybe you have a two-year window where you can actually make enough money to like sustain yourself and your entire team right. that's pushing you and like right. making back your investment from publishing like it's a, right it's, it's tough man like i actually yeah. uh, i just heard this from a business investor and he was like uh he's like aim to make money mm-hmm. he said because once you have money you can buy your way into any industry and that's i'm like true. that's, that's so too. interesting like i'm the, you're not taught that though you're not really taught to focus on the money you're taught taught to focus on the creative stuff I mean, right i mean look at the president of the united states right like I that know. guy he's not a politician at all he's just a you, rich dude you yeah i mean being <laughs> a business just, guy, just a rich guy yeah <laughs> it's so true yeah so you can pay your way to anything uh, pretty much yeah so. yeah it's i he did fund his whole candidacy right i'm Probably. pretty sure I'm, yeah it's so i don't crazy. follow it too much but <laughs> yeah i don't really just goes to show you if it's you american money, politics yeah, if you have enough money you can do whatever you want so yeah <laughs> yeah so crazy cool all right well um one of the questions i wanted to ask you is have you so you know obviously going back to america there's a lot of you know crazy energy in the world right now mm-hmm. and um i have started noticing a shift in the acting community i was just wondering if you've noticed a shift in music is is music being more directed towards you know everything that's happening and yeah it doesn't a, i feel like it's a i don't know it's a good question like i don't feel like music's like music's obviously changed but yeah. i don't think it's like a directly affected by what's happening in like the like politics in the world yeah um i definitely say like i like when artists kind of stand up for themselves now mm-hmm. um so like i just read an article yesterday about pharrell who like sent um i don't think it was him that sent it but his lawyer sent uh, donald trump a letter saying like don't play my songs at your rallies anymore and to me like that's cool oh, for like, an artist interesting. to actually step up and say like here's my like here's my take i don't like you i don't like what you stand for yeah don't play my music hmm. like i find that really cool but in terms of like music now there's so many different things that are affecting it like Hmm. indirectly like like i said like you can pay your way to become an artist now right so if you have enough money you can pay your way to be an artist and there's it's so accessible that anybody with a computer and like a microphone can pretty much become a producer or a rapper now right so there's like there's there's that there's like the fact that like music can be like distributed and created in such like a robotic way yeah i've heard that like one person will make a beat and you send to the other person to like rap or do an instrument on another person to like what works is like the cookie cutter method right like if something sounds good and similar to what other people like Mm -hmm. it's gonna it's gonna sell right and i've just noticed that there's no substance unless you're listening to j cole but like it just there's really no substance to most music now and it's driving me mad like i can't even believe i love kanye so much but i cannot believe that he put out a song where he's like what was it like doopity scoop that's it yeah (laughs) 
couldn't yeah. remember it right now. But yeah, but you, that just proves the point. That just yeah. proves that that people will you know take anything, will buy into anything, and yeah, like, listen feel, to anything. I now. feel like now um, I was looking at this thing called kayfabe, and I don't know if you're familiar with it, Mm-mm. but it's basically um, based out of wrestling. And how wrestlers are just actors. Like, sorry to any wrestling fans. Totally agree with this. But 100%. you don't you don't watch wrestling for yeah. the the real or the reality. No, it's it. entertainment. It's real, Look at Conor McGregor. Exactly. But the way yeah. it's presented to you, it's an act, and you buy into the entertainment of it, right? Yeah. So, like I feel like nowadays people buy into artists. Before they mm. look at like, their music, like to me, I'm not a huge fan of like somebody like Six Nine, like Takashi Six Nine. Oh my God, no, like, yeah. <laughs> I look at him. I'm sure there's people that relate to him, and I can kind of see what he stands for. Like, yeah, you know, I, like I'm 25 now, so like when I was 15, I would look at guys that were like a little bit more eccentric because mm-hmm. you're trying to find yourself. So you're like, I need to be super different, right? Sure. So I can look mm-hmm. at a 15, 16 year old kid now and say like, I get why you like Takashi Six Nine. He's like, he's kind of like the punk and of, a rebel. Of, yeah, exactly. he's like the yeah. punk of our era. Yeah. So. Like, I don't personally like him, but like you buy into who he is as a person mm-hmm. and regardless of what quality of music he makes, you're mm-hmm. going to, you're going to like it because it's entertainment. Right. You know, and there's, it's like music so attached to so many different things now. Like you have social media mm-hmm. that you can't escape from. So like these people are like just big acts, you know what I mean? Yeah. And you just buy into the act for the entertainment value. And it's like, oh, they, they also happen to make music. Oh, they also happen to sell clothes. Right. So I think like now as an artist, you have to be really consolidated, like you're mm. you're the product like your music isn't the product you're the you're product, the product and now you happen oh. to make music so interesting. i think that's the, the big shift interesting recently at least yeah and i mean it that even is proven when you see all the halloween costumes of post malone and six nine you <laughs> exactly, know like, right? like they sell that image you buy into the image and it's like oh if yeah. i like that image i'll also like this music right so it's 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 cool like I, I feel like it's cool because it can be used in different ways like i took six six nine as a example but there's like tons of other artists that are doing like the opposite and they're like completely eccentric in a different way, making really great music too. So right. it all depends on what, like what you relate to. So mm-hmm. yeah. cool. Um, one of the things I wanted to talk to you is about, I actually was just speaking about this yesterday with the last girl that was on my podcast about energy. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people believe that, um, we're so, like that. I don't know. I guess the media and whatnot is kind of manipulating how we feel via music, movies, whatnot. And I know, for example, like when I listen to some rap, I feel like disgustingly low. Like I don't feel good. Mm-hmm. And I'm just curious, like what your thoughts are on that? Because yeah, I don't like. I it could just be also because I'm super sensitive. Because I will admit, <laughs> I am, and I just literally need to listen to like Michael Jackson. But right. I think that there's something to that. That that, that there's certainly high vibrational and low vibrational, you know, music. Everything's vibrational, mm-hmm. if, whether you believe that or not. But yeah, I, that's what I believe. And I, um, yeah, I just I feel like it's interesting that a lot of the songs being made are you know kind of like lower and not these days a lot of songs that are popular sorry i can't say that everything's being made that makes sense like if you think about what music is like you said it's it it literally is a vibration yeah it hits your ear your ear processes it or your brain processes it right you hear it as music yeah so there's definitely music 100 percent affects your mood and like it'll affect your energy so you know, there's a time and place for all type of music. So like trap music, for example, like it sounds really good when you're drunk. Like yeah. I'm listening to trap, I'm not going to wake up and play a, a Migos song. Yeah. But you know, if I'm drunk, I'm going to play some Migos because it sounds good. Sure. It's, it's good vibrations. Like it's all, it's all about balance, right? So like, yeah. and I think 
you as a person and like everybody as a person kind of has different needs in terms of like what they listen to and what they consume. Mm-hmm. So there's times when, you know, maybe you get your heart broken. You're going to listen to sad music because it's sure. going to give you that feeling of like putting on John Mayer for sure. Yeah, and there's so yeah. many different like parts of, of of music that like the lyrics go into it. The actual like yeah. sounds you choose the like the way. Well, the, words the have vibration right. exactly. too, so, right? Like, everything yeah. kind of relates to it. So 100 mm. percent. I'm a huge believer in energy. Yeah. yeah. Are you, yeah okay so what so how do you really how do you manage that do you do you do you ever try to filter your way or you, or, or like you said do you just try to find balance yeah like yeah. one of the things I've done is like floating what's that and it's basically it's a sensory deprivation tank oh floating yes yeah. yes somebody actually told me yeah. about this maybe in like my first few podcasts I've wanted to do this it's so worth it okay wait so you're saying that you do this sort of to manage like your anxiety anxiety or just, know, just a just, just a balance just in general like I'm, I'm not really an anxious person i definitely oh. like think yeah i don't think i've never really seen you for sure like i hmm. assess everything and like i'm not a, i'm a huge risk taker but like at the same time i'm not it's weird but like i just so your mom and your dad maybe it's like <laughs> <laughs> i'm super like yeah but um yeah Both. so if you basically you sit in a tank there's no light. Yeah. The water is the same temperature as your body. So it's 27 degrees Fahrenheit or whatever it is. Okay. Um, or Celsius, I think. And then... Wait, our, we're, our bodies are, are are that temperature? Is it? I think it's 27 degrees Celsius. Mine definitely is like, is like 10. Mine, I'm always frozen. <laughs> you should probably go to the right. doctor. That's probably... <laughs> I know. I've actually been meaning to check it out. That's really funny. <laughs> um, but no, I have like this weird thing where my the tips of my fingers Got get cold, super right? cold. Me too. And my, fing- and my feet too. It's yeah, really annoying. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I in the, all the time. In the winter, I legit have to take baths like every day because otherwise I don't feel comfortable because I'm so cold. Yeah, my hands are cold right now. It's like really? Warm Mine are actually warm right now, but that's because the sun is like shining in my face but. <laughs> but yeah anyway you sit in this tank it's filled okay. with salt so you can't everyone's like do you drown it's like no you if you drowned <laughs> like more power to you yes yeah, you can't drown and there's no sound so it's completely soundproof and you're just laying in total darkness Crazy. like if you have your eyes open or closed you can't really tell the difference and huh. like you don't really hallucinate or anything but like what i find is i go into like a lucid kind of dreaming state so it's just super relaxing because like you've never had a period in your life where your brain's not processing stuff Mm -hmm. like you can you can get a massage for your body and your body will feel good sure but there's nothing you can really do for your brain where you just actually shut your brain off and stop thinking and like have time to actually recoup so uh, unless you meditate i guess right yeah it's it's kind of like forced meditation because i can't meditate like my brain's always going but when i sit in a in a tank for like two hours at a time hmm. my brain just shuts off and i like fall asleep you do that for two hours i used to start for the first time i did it i freaked the hell out because it was really scary of course. yeah you like you're in total darkness you don't know where you are it felt like i was spinning in circles uh, and i couldn't see the door so i kept freaking out and being like okay where's the door but oh, then shit. i got used to it and then i was like you know what i'm just gonna get in here there's no chance of me dying just right. see what happens. So I fell asleep and then I started doing it like more frequently. And now the place that I go to, they'll have them. Uh, they have two hour floats in the very morning and the, the ending as well. So like 11 to one, I think it is. Okay. And you just sit there and float for two hours and you feel super refreshed. It's crazy like walking out onto the street after. Oh yeah. Because you were in darkness yeah, too, it's on, right? It's on Queen West. So you like go out and like I can, you can feel everything. I can feel like the, the air on my skin, my oh, brain, the lights. Like, that's cool. The sounds, like everything sounds different. It's Yeah, it's just really sweet. Ooh, I've always wanted to do that. But uh, do they have a panic button? <laughs> um, No. So, but what if you really are having a ridiculous panic attack? Like can, you can't get out. You have to be no, there. No, you, you can get out. You just have to find the door. So it's okay. So they. Oh, okay. But. I was always picturing like they assist you and um, no, getting in you, and out. I think you can. There's a, like okay. 
they had these the tanks that they have now are like way better than the ones where i started okay so they it was like literally a coffin when i started but now it's like a big room it's like the same size as this it's almost the same size as this room like not as tall but there's like a room to move around and there's a light so you can have light on you could play music so it's a little bit more comfortable but the first time i did it i actually because i'm claustrophobic as well that's yeah so, like, i got in there and i was like i am crap. a little yeah, yeah not, that was it was freaky but huh and where do you go? Because I actually, so I have considered this since the first girl that told me about it, but mm. I'm also a little bit worried about germs and like whether they're like cleanly and cleaning yeah, it they, properly. Yeah, they like, they'll filter it's, them every, like after every float, they filter them. Yeah. But it's like filled with salt. Okay. So the salt kills all bacteria. Uh, hopefully. Is that true? I think so. I hope so. Because <laughs> I've definitely floated a lot. I've never gotten sick from it and I've never, I don't have any Okay, well, that's like, that's that I know really all I, everyone needs to know. Yeah. yeah. So, so where do you go? Because I'll go to that one. It's called Float <laughs> and it's at Queen West, the Queen in the office. Oh, so close to here. Yeah. Perfect. Down the street. Cool. Cool. That's so interesting. Yeah, I've always wanted to do that. Um, but I wanted to touch on something that you said so hmm. about the brain never shutting off. I was reading something recently. I thought that I thought this was really cool. So I forgot the guy's name, but he sends you like these emails, like one of those. Yeah. <laughs> and anyways, he actually sent something that was really valuable. And he sort of gives you a checklist of things you should do that to prepare for your next day it's kind of hmm. like a like you prepare for it and then you do a certain number of things also in the morning the next ga- the next is day it, is this a book or an ebook what's it uh, called is it called seize the day no 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 i he, he yeah he does have books he i, I think, don't know his I, I name think somebody was telling me to read one of these books it's like seize the day and it tells you how to live your best day okay so you follow each Probably of the steps similar. in that day yeah but what I found really interesting is so he tells you to right before bed, write down a question that you that you of a problem that you're trying to answer. Okay. And he says to do this is because your subconscious brain never shuts off and your brain's still working while you're sleeping. Right, right. And so if you ask yourself a question some, in your dream state, your brain will look start looking for answers. And then hmm. when you wake up, you're supposed to journal right away and like write down just anything that happened in your dream and yeah. you will possibly be given some answers that could help you solve this problem huh. and um it has actually worked for me twice now really super interesting yeah and so it's funny that you said that because yeah that, that's what i'm noticing is that yeah your brain never really truly shuts off yeah. and so it's about sort of finding what you can do to you yeah. know what's, manipulate the situation or or help or not manipulate but you know help yeah, what, help yourself like but, what's cool about the float is that yeah. there's nothing that <clears throat> excuse me there's nothing to think about and like you don't have mm. the one thing is like you're always attached to your phone like my phone's right here your phone's filming but if it wasn't it would probably be here so like you're always attached to something i actually throw away my phone all the time oh, see, i'm like good. i'm see, really good i have at that it. problem i'm not good at disconnecting but like the float it helps me like just disconnect i had to and though. then your thoughts become so clear like if you huh. have one thought there's nothing else for you to think about like there's nothing for else for your brain to process like huh. your brain's on like what am i feeling what am i touching like what am i smelling what am, you know what i mean yeah so your brain it, it, everything becomes a lot slower so you can like really pick out your thoughts and think about things a lot more thoroughly huh yeah it's have you solved a lot of uh internal not, tor- turmoil <laughs> really, like, i feel like I'm, I'm very like grounded and like chill that's awesome person. i feel like that would also make you more grounded yeah it's just yeah. like I'm, i don't care a lot of, about a lot of things it's funny like i literally write down a list of things i have a list of things at my house that are like things I care about. And if it's not on that list, it's like, doesn't really matter. You know what I mean? Like yeah. people get caught up in like this subtle like, minutia of everything. It's like, oh, like 
you know, she yeah. didn't text me back or like right. said this or she said this or this is going on. It's like, it's not on my list. So yeah. I don't really care about it. That's cool. Can you share any of the, some of the things on your list? I love that. That's yeah, a really like, cool I, idea. I care about my bed, my dog. My bed. What, what is the Drake line? If I only my care bed about my, gets broken, that's, that's, I lo- no, I, I stop about, everything. Gotta <laughs> fix it. I only love my bed and my mama. I'm sorry. That's, that's my <laughs> list pretty much. <laughs> oh, that's cute. And, and, uh, you, you have a sister. Right? Yeah, sister and a little yeah. baby. Yeah. So Are they not I, I on love, the list? Of course they're on the list, okay. of course. They're number one and two. I'm not going to tell them Aww. which one order yeah. they're in, but... <laughs> <laughs> There's always a favorite. Sorry, kids. <laughs> no, I love them equally. If they're yeah, listening, I'm I love joking. them both equally. <laughs> of course, of course. Yeah, I couldn't... If I had another sibling, I wouldn't ever be... You, you can't choose. And also, you bond with each person over something different. Oh, yeah, always. I mean, me and my brother, are, me and my sister are the same person in terms of like attitude and personality that's funny that you say that i remember you telling me this like years ago yeah and she looks like me so it's weird because like she's like the little girl version of me and like i just we just connect yeah like me and her can sit in a room and not say anything and we can have the best conversation oh my brother's a lot more like sensitive but i I connect with him because he's like a 13 year old boy right on the inside i'm a 13 year old boy so we play (laughs) play video games together all the time like it's pretty funny like i'll play xbox and with all his friends yeah i think i'm the coolest guy or i think that at least they think that i'm the coolest guy but (laughs) wait are you one of those Fortnite people did you get on that bandwagon i am still on the bandwagon really i I thought it was done i thought everyone's over it really it's going strong okay all right i'm a little bit addicted but it's fun it's fun (laughs) see cricket was on twitch Oh, cool. Um, and it still is. We stream off of Twitch. And so we, um, because of that, I mm. got to know all what's all the games that were happening in the, the gamer world. And so uh, <laughs> so I knew about like Battlegrounds and then it yeah, turned into Fortnite, Fortnite and now everybody became obsessed with that. Call of Duty. Yeah. yeah the, I, I wanted to actually start something on Twitch where like I stream me making beats. Like maybe like you once should. Or twice a people week. do that. Yeah, because there, yeah. there's like an I- IRL section or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you just watch people do random stuff. Yeah. So I, I was trying to figure out, like, I have a mic and, and whatnot in my my house, but I need a camera, and I, I don't know if my PC can run it. So like, I think everything will just crash instantly. True. Yeah. But if I if I once I upgrade, it's like something I think that would be kind of interesting. Just that like, is cool. Yeah. People to like just chill with you while you make music like or what if you had someone playing the games and then you're in the background making the music so it's like a double whammy oh that like whoa like live live music and gaming yes that's pretty sick right (laughs) somebody get ninja on the phone (laughs) (laughs) right i don't know it sounds sounds like it could work i don't know (laughs) ninja have your people call my people yeah exactly Cool. All right. So um, I'm going to change the conversation. I want to okay. ask you, like, what inspired you to get into music? Um, I don't I think I don't know if anything actually like inspired me. I think I was just kind of pushed into it by whatever mysterious forces there are. Yeah. Um, but like when I was a little kid, I used to just mess around on the piano. Like my parents or grandparents have a piano that they still have to this day in their house. It's like oh, super nice. out of tune. Uh, <laughs> but but like, it's kind of nice to look like it's a piece of art now. Yeah. So like yeah. I play on the piano and like I took lessons for a little bit but i hated it because like i don't know i just like to just mess around you know sure i took then, one lesson and then i yeah i, I was done <laughs> <laughs> and then i think i was maybe about like nine or ten and i watched uh school of rock okay as we all did i hate that movie what i'm sorry no. i'm sorry for this everyone watching i know everybody just does not like me for not jack liking black it is, but is a he bugs me really? no he I bugs me black. you gotta go and watch interviews of jack black. he's hacked <sighs> everybody says this <laughs> he's and a weird guy but he's amazing uh, i don't know the only movie i can tolerate him in is uh the holiday 
other than that, I'm not. I don't even think I've seen the. Hobbit. Yeah, I mean it's very but he also girly makes film. Music too, Tenacious D or whatever. Yeah, like, he's, he's hilarious. His voice he, is hilarious. He is literally every guy's like favorite man. Every guy always <laughs> says that they love Jack Black, and I just don't. I think you know what it he is. Uses beard oil. Okay, <laughs> I was thinking about this yesterday. When you don't like people, I think it's because they trigger something about you that you don't like. I was thinking yeah, about this yesterday, sure. and Jack Black is so ridiculously silly. And sometimes I have a problem, like when I watch myself on camera, and I'm and I just think, "Oh, Melissa, you're, you just you look dumb <laughs> right now. Like you look so silly." Because a, a lot of the comedy that I appreciate is, I would say, more intelligent comedy, like Adam Sandler, for example. Like when he makes jokes, like they're yeah, the, they it's intelligent, them. funny. Mm-hmm. So I mean, not all the time, but <laughs> <laughs> but I just I whereas Jack Black is more on the, the silly side. Yeah. yeah. He he kind of is along the lines of um with what's who am I thinking of right now? Um the guy from Saturday Night Fever. What's his name? He's in oh, all man. he's in tons of movies. Uh, the I think he's uh, redhead, tall, really tall Will comedian. Ferrell. Will Ferrell, yeah. yeah. So Will Ferrell used to bug the crap out of me too at one point. Yeah. And then also Jim Carrey. Like it's that yeah, they're, uh, they're, they're all kind of similar yeah. in, in terms of yeah, the over exaggerated mm-hmm. silly characters. They're they're act like I'd say like the, they're more of like the comic, you know what I mean? So that they, they present themselves as like yes. a funny person. Yeah. Whereas, like, you look at somebody like uh, like Neil Brennan or, like, Hannibal Burris. I don't know if you watch comedy. Uh, Neil Brennan, I know. But yeah. I don't know. Who's the other one? Sorry? Hannibal Burris. No, I don't know. But, like, those guys yeah. are more of, like, the more, like, comedic writers. I think yeah. there's, like, a, a difference. Like, somebody that writes comedy mm-hmm. is somebody that is different than somebody that performs comedy. Sure. Okay. Almost. I see what you're saying. Yeah. But at the same, at, I don't know. It's, it's that's yeah. a hard thing to say because I'm not in it. But yeah. I see there's, there's definitely different styles of comedy. And, like, Jack sure. Black is definitely on the, like more theatrical theatrical comedy yes that's a better term for it yeah like jimmy uh, fallon i could watch all the time like i just love how quick he is just it's just very intelligent he's super witty right Mm -hmm. um whereas yeah there's something about (laughs) so yeah i i guess it's because i was thinking about it yesterday and i thought (laughs) oh yeah i must i must be bothered by them because that's something about myself that i'm not yeah i could see that i don't love too much so but oh um so yeah (laughs) yeah sorry off track (laughs) i watched school of rock and i was like I must play the drums. Okay. So I begged my parents <laughs> to like buy me a drum set. They started me out with um, a little drum pad because I'm notorious, like I said at the start, I'm notoriously famous for starting something and then being like, okay, I'm over it. So, so they like, knew this about you. Yeah, this like, is... we'll buy you a drum pad. Good and that I was they like, did okay, that. Okay, cool. So I, I played on that for like a few months and then okay. um, finally my parents got me drum lessons. Okay. And then they saw that I was actually pretty good at it. So they bought me a drum set. And then I never played the drum set because I was like too scared to go in the basement as a little kid. Aww. Yeah, so. I was like that too though. My <laughs> mine was legit haunted. I'm not gonna oh, lie. Oh, hundred percent. There was mine for sure too. Yours was mine too. Mine was a newly built house and it was haunted. No, I'm mine guaranteed. was literally like a hundred something years old when I lived in Scarborough. <laughs> so and you had I old ghosts. I had the new ghosts. Yeah, <laughs> you had. Yeah, I don't know, but mine was unreal and you could not go. And the basement also wasn't finished. So it was like a oh, hundred yeah, year yeah. old See, house exactly with an unfinished kid, basement. But yeah, people used to, like everybody that would come to our house would say that when they ran up the stairs in my basement that they felt like someone was chasing them oh, like everybody would say that and we would just <laughs> smile and be like yep we know what you're talking about that's we feel so it yeah it, you just always felt like someone was watching you and you yeah, yeah, in I'm the not, whole I'm house i'm not into ghosts i'm not like i don't believe in ghosts but you, you believe in energies yeah. though oh yeah you know see ghosts i think is just a term for for because we don't know what to describe it but mm-hmm. i think like i personally i just say it's just energy i don't know what that is but yeah. it's something huh. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Where was I again? I yeah. <laughs> is, 
Yeah, I started playing the drums. The drums, yes. In high school, like I played saxophone in the band. Oh, and then that's not weird. I tried that's cool. to play the bass for a little bit. Like my friends had a band. I was like, I want to be in the band. They're like, just play bass. So <laughs> they let me borrow a bass. So I played bass for like three weeks. For three weeks. Yeah. And then <laughs> the thing is like, I never really took music seriously. So like mm. I had a Mac at, when I was in grade nine or whatever. And I'd just like mess around on Fruity Loops and like record stuff. Hmm. Um, and then when I wasn't doing that, I was like always just around music. So I'd always find new artists. Okay. Um, and like, I had a website and uh, like I just find new music acts and like bring them to high school and be like, hey, have you guys heard of this guy or whatever? Oh. So um, like I started doing that. And then eventually I ended up, like I said, I met T minus when I was working at work. Hmm. and uh, we just became friends. I went to his house one day, and I was just messing around on the piano, and he's like, hey, you play piano? And I'm like, not really. He's like, oh, <laughs> you should make beats. So I literally went home that night and made, and beat. made beats, which is crazy because huh. it w- the day I met him and hung out with him was tomorrow, which is October 31st. I remember it just like specifically because like, wow, like, it's yeah, Halloween. It was Halloween, yeah. Oh, so, cool. Like, actually, I, st- I guess I've been making beats for five or six years no five years now wow yeah since 20 no 2012 so yeah six years cool starting tomorrow that's crazy cool yeah Yeah, well the reason i actually i wanted you on the podcast is because i listened to your beat and went wow that's sick thank you so yeah Yeah. that's uh so interesting uh i'm i'm interested in the marketing of it do you have someone that sort of does that or do you sort of try to figure that out on your own like getting I, it out there. Like I went to school for marketing and I understand it. And like, oh, I, that's right. Like I read up on music and I, I know the that. industry. Mm. Um, it's a, like I said, it's like really tough. And if you don't have any money, it's like, it's yeah. huge. It's not like you just have to break into it with really good quality music. Right. And you have to get people that have the money to notice and say like, okay, this, this guy's legit. Mm-hmm. So like right now I just kind of find people on SoundCloud and like, that's how I met Darren. And, okay. Uh, like Darren, I met him probably about three years ago, and we just work really well together in terms of like our workflow. Okay, I'll just make something and send it to him, and like our brains just connect. So like he'll oh, do. That's awesome. I'll make a beat and like I'll send it to him, and exactly what I was thinking about what he should have done on it is what he will do on it. Oh. so it's really cool in that sense. And like, cool. um, yeah. So I, I started working with him, and I've met people will find me through SoundCloud too. Hmm. Um, so uh, this guy Tevin Douglas, his name's ninety four. He's based in Vancouver. Um, he found me on SoundCloud too, and like he ended hmm. up working with this another another guy named Pressa, who's like a pretty big rapper in Toronto. Hmm. Um, so I had a song with them, which is cool. Ram Riddles I met through one of my friends who wow. went to like school with him. Um, and I just meet people like just randomly, and they'll be like, "Hey, like I know this guy that makes music," and they're like, "Oh, cool, like we'll connect or whatever." So yeah. Okay, so it sounds a lot like either SoundCloud or just meeting them in person. Yeah, kind, of, kind of grassroots. So you don't like, do you do you message people via Instagram? Do you do you find that they're helpful? Because I, I you know I don't even have Instagram to be honest with you. Like I don't use. That's Instagram right. Yeah, I noticed that. Yeah. Like, okay. I deleted Instagram like four years ago. And yeah. To me, it's all about energy. It's one of those things where like. Mm. There's definitely a lot of positive things that can happen on Instagram, but the way that like I see people around me using it is all like, it's not that it's like not positive. It's just like, it's kind of neutral mm-hmm. and it becomes like, a, like um, everyone becomes an act. They're not actually themselves. Like yeah. you'll meet somebody in real life and they'll put on this like character that's so, on Instagram. They're like a character. So it's true. so weird, you know? So true. So like I don't use it for that reason. And it's like, it's cool because like people will actually catch up with me and be like, oh, hey, like what are you up to? Like, yeah. When's the last time you actually sat down with somebody and been like, hey, like what are you doing? Like yeah. I haven't talked to you in a few months. I don't know what you're doing because I don't see it. Right. Hmm. So like I like kind of like being a ghosty figure like even if i were to like quote unquote make it in the music business mm-hmm. like i would just like disappear like i'd always just be like super elusive 
I feel like it's really cool to me. But I think that's also why there's an allure and why people love famous people is because they don't know what they're up to. Like the really huge people, they don't have social media. Like Jennifer Mm -hmm. Lawrence doesn't have social media. Julia Roberts doesn't have social media. I for other purposes too. I feel like when you're at that level. Or privacy. Not even that. And you just become addicted to like the fame of it. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, so you think maybe they do it because they want to try to manage. Yeah. As a human, like you're programmed biologically to do things that feel good right so like mm-hmm. what i like to do, what i like used to like to do is like go through a, a somebody's instagram and you'll see them transform so like instagram when i was in high school was used as like i'm gonna take pictures of my food yeah and then you'll start seeing people like start taking pictures of themselves and they get more likes mm-hmm. so then they're like okay food's not gonna be what's gonna get me likes maybe i should post more pictures of myself so they'll, right. they'll do that and then you get like guys taking off their shirts in front of mirrors because it's like oh i'll get the most likes out of that and then they get that positive <laughs> response and they make more of that kind of content, right? So like, right. same with girls. Like girls will post like provocative selfies or whatever. Got, girls and guys do it. Yeah. And they'll get more likes. So they're like, okay, I'm going to keep doing the thing that, that sure. makes me feel good. So you kind of get addicted to that, right? Yeah. And then I can't even imagine when you're that famous, like everyone kind of like just talking like nonsense to you all the time, right? Like, I know. Ev- everyone has something negative to say about you. No one's, there's like positivity at that point is like, it's hard to find. Sure. And people aren't really friends with you because they like you. They like the character of who you are and what you can get them. Yeah. So, you know, you be kind of, you just become this talking head and people are just trying to like feed off of you. Sure. So I kind of like, I would, that's why like, I'm an advocate of social media. Like I, I get it. It's cool. But like at the same time, I'm always like, just make sure what you're, you know what you're using it for. Right. Yeah. I was falling into the trap of mm-hmm. using it and, and not being aware of how it was clearly, you know, just I, I, I was posting to make myself yeah, feel better. You, we we want to be in part of a group. Like we're just tribal monkeys, really. You know totally. I, mean? so I totally believe that. We we're social beings. Cool. Yeah, we, so if you see somebody else do it and they get likes, it's sure. way more likely that you're going to do it because you're like, oh, everyone thinks that I should be doing that. So I'm going to do that. Right. So like, I try and I've always been the kind of kid that like just does my own thing. Yeah. So like, that's why. Like, I don't that's want, awesome. I admire that. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, so I I actively now only post when it is has something to do with like my podcast or mm. something that you know where yeah, see, I would like love people to positive. check it out. Yeah, yeah. Like, honestly, I should be on Instagram because like that's where everybody is. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's just like I think there's different paths of getting to different places well you know what i was gonna say actually i don't really think instagram is all that helpful sometimes i think actually i get more of my views from soundcloud and from the apps that i like for example post this on instagram very rarely do people click the links that you post it's and um there's this rule that i heard it's called the 10 percent rule where you will have so say you have a thousand followers okay 10 percent of those a thousand followers will actually like your post and from the 10 percent of that that actually like your post will actually click click on the link mm-hmm. in the post and then 10% of that will actually like listen to the whole thing and mm-hmm. 10% of that will be a follower afterwards. Really? Yeah. And so huh. the numbers, you know, when you really like, it's a numbers game really. And, yeah. um, you know, if you're not reaching out to people, if you, and if you, if you have a small base specifically on Instagram, then no one's going to hear it, you know? Sure. So yeah. no, it's true. But like, yeah. I just, I believe that like, if you're great at what you do, things will happen organically, right? Like mm-hmm. people will seek you out and like find what you They'll, they'll find you. Right. You'll find them. Like right. The universe will bring you together. So Sure. I believe that for yeah. sure. You you believe in the law of attraction? That's yeah, really yeah. what you're saying. So, yeah. yeah. I believe in like the, the rule yeah. of oneness. Like everything yeah. is like one thing and everything's trying to get back to being one. Like kind of sounds crazy, but. No, that makes complete yeah, like, sense. I understand that yeah. for sure. 
Cool. Um, going back to us working at Chapters together, <laughs> were there any books that sort of inspired you to get to where you are right now, or like self-help or any or anything that just sort of inspired you musically, mm. whatever um, you'd like to share? I don't think so. Like, I think there's a lot of books that I've read about music. Like, mm -hmm. Pharrell has a really good book. I bought like two copies of it, so one I could just read through and one I could have because it's really cool. Okay. But it just it's like a it's a book where he, i don't even think he really talks about what he did but it kind of presents all the, the work that he's ever done okay with like crazy stories about like how things have come to be and like how he grew up and how he made the clips and like how he became pharrell and met chad and hugo and the guys that made uh n-e-r-d hmm. and like that to me is super cool because i was always like a huge fanboy of them <laughs> um i listened to jay-z or not listen but read jay-z decoded okay yeah goes through his lyrics and like talks about like what he meant and that kind of stuff super like interesting because like yeah as a producer, like I don't really focus on the written part of music. Like that's not, it's not my, that I'm not interested in it, but it's like it's not something that I'm good at. Right. But to understand how somebody else's brain works, hmm. to say like, oh, they're this is what they're trying to say on the song will help me make better music for them. Hmm. So I like like reading that kind of stuff. Well, that's interesting. Um, I've read Sapiens recently. Oh, incredibly good book. Like, Ooh, I, I oh, feel like that's actually on my list of books that should, I want to read. It's a really long read. But the first, I'd say, 200 pages are so interesting. What's it about again? Sorry, just, just for everybody listening, because I, I have that on my Goodreads of books yeah. I want to read. But yeah, just in, for anybody so listening who doesn't it's know. like an anthropological, yeah. <laughs> anthropological book about the history of like humans. And it's, okay, not, yes. it's not written by a scientist. Mm -hmm. So a lot of this stuff is anecdotal. But okay. a lot of it makes sense. When you, when you read it, there's so many things about being human that we don't understand that you can't really boil it down to a science. Like you have to make some assumptions. Right. There's gray areas. Yeah. yeah. So like there's a lot. It, it starts out just talking about how like we were pretty much monkeys. Mm -hmm. And there's a couple of theories about like what happened is in terms of like there might have been other types of humans. So like we are descendants of Neanderthals, but mm -hmm. there was another type of uh, type of human as well. Mm -hmm. So that goes through the theories of like how we ended up, you know, globalizing, how we ended up going from like wherever we started to where we are now hmm. it talks about communication and how communication is the one thing that sets humans apart from other creatures right it talks about fire and how fire made us smarter and faster and stronger because we could cook our food we could burn down forests we could like mm -hmm. fight off predators so it made us yeah. at the top of the food chain and everything kind of just elevated from there interesting so it goes through a lot of stuff but the communication thing to me was really interesting like i never really thought of like like monkeys are the are, are closest to us as uh, we have this we share a common ancestor mm -hmm. but like monkeys you can't lie to a monkey like you can't trick a monkey to give you a banana and say like here i'll give you this and you give me the banana and then i'll give it back to you the monkey will be like hell no that's my banana oh really with a human like <laughs> we're, we're all built on myths and like we, we can believe in stories so i can say like hey w you should do this because of this reason and you can be like oh that makes sense and you'll do it right mm -hmm. so like com communication helps us cooperate and that's what sets mm -hmm. us apart so like we can even though there's billions of humans, like I read a stat, there's in 1970, there was 3.7 billion humans on earth. And today there's 7.7 .7 billion, Shit. right? Wow. But like, how do we all get along? Like think about any other, you know, colony of mammals in the world. Like they don't exist in things greater than about 150. Yeah. So monkeys are the same thing. Like when there's more than 150 monkeys around, they'll actually break off into two separate like tribes because there's just too much conflict. But 
So that's it's interesting that you say that because like with everything that's going yeah, on in the world, I don't know if we do necessarily all get we're along. De- we're definitely over capacity. I'll say that. Yeah. <laughs> there's definitely I a think, couple too many people. Yeah. Or or also that we actually don't all think alike and that just shines through in our different cultures. That too. And look, there's everything's built on so many other things. Like you can't separate like history from what everything else, what, yeah. what exists now. Right. So like. Right. There's things that like, that's why racism in America is so huge is like mm-hmm. America was built on racism, on slavery, mm-hmm. right? Like you can't, and you can't kicking sep- out the natives yeah, too, you right? You literally cannot separate it. And that's mm-hmm. why it's, it's such a hard struggle mm-hmm. um, to like kind of progress because like we always have that holding us down. So like when you look at democracy in the US, like democracy, it makes sense when there's a few people, but when there's 300 million people yeah. living in a certain area, all trying to like get what they want out of life and then mm-hmm. it becomes polarized and like all this the media and everything that you add into this it's just like yeah. it becomes ridiculous right so yeah yeah wow okay cool <laughs> sapiens i'm gonna have to read that yeah, re- yeah. sapiens is good um there's another book called tribe it's uh, i've heard of that one it's too. really it's really yep. short um i actually watched the podcast of the the author i forget his name mm-hmm. but it's basically about how humans are like tribal creatures and like why we act the the way we do. Yeah. Um, that's really interesting. I just took um, a class at U of T called The Psychology of Relationships. And mm. actually a good chunk of the class, we were talking about that, about yeah. um, how, you know, we stem from hunter-gatherers and how males are, they they typically are a certain way. Yeah. Females are typically, and we're just, we're drawn to specific things based on like the way that we were from. Yeah, like I, we're biologically roots. programmed to do certain things. Right. right. Like, I don't want it to come off as sexist or anything. But no, 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 like, no. Like men and women are biologically like we're different. Yeah. Know? So no, I do, I do, I do believe that. Like yeah. I and uh, I don't think it's, uh, you know, I don't think. It's, and it goes back to balance, right? Like yeah. If everyone, there's a bunch of dudes around all the time, would the world would suck? Or there's a bunch of girls around, all they would suck equally. So you need the balance, sure. right? So like, yes, exactly. That, that's what it's there for. But yeah. Anyways, it was a really cool yeah. class. Another so that, another thing I watch all the time is uh, deconstructed videos on YouTube. They're um, done by Genius, and basically, it's not a it's not a book or anything, but okay. basically, it's like a ten minute video, and they talk to producers about how they made certain songs. So you'll oh. hear a song on the radio and be like, "Oh, deconstructed," and put that song title in. Okay. And the producer will actually talk about like the process that went into making the song. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and for me, that's cool because like I get to see how other people think and how other people make beats, and be like, hmm. if I get stuck making a beat, it's like, wait, why don't I try somebody else's process and see if that changes. So oh. that helps me just like I could be a see that creative. Actually, uh, I know you're probably not a fan of Taylor Swift, but <laughs> um, years ago, dope. she's like not bad, right? Um, years ago, when I, I forget if it was the 1989, but her last album that she put out before the most recent one, mm-hmm. she had included a whole bunch of tracks that showed her fans how she created her songs how oh, she wrote cool. her songs yeah and that i thought was really cool and i was listening to them and um i you know my mind was blown a little thinking oh i never really even thought that people would write songs that way and yeah. there's yeah she sort of shows her creative process and it was really interesting what's interesting to me now is like music's so accessible and like there's so much of it hmm. that like no one appreciates it anymore or, or even appreciates the process of creating music. Like, sure, yeah. Think about like 1970. Like imagine having to make an album in 1970 where like yeah. you didn't have a computer. Yeah. Like imagine making a podcast in 1970. Like, well, yeah, there wasn't. You had to record it on like a telegram. And yeah. Send it, like that. And like you could only have a certain amount of like music. Like on my phone, I can have a million songs right now. Like I've, crazy. I have every song ever created on my phone right here. Wow. But like, yeah. you know, 
50 years ago you had to own like records and discs and you had to like sit there and listen to them because that's all you had to listen to like yeah you didn't have snapchat well think about even before that when they only had radios and you have tv and then before that when was the radio created was that in the 1800s 1900s but that but you know but even before that what did they do like but i don't know i feel like they're happier back there's it was so simple you're just like i'm gonna go milk the cow that i have outside i truly believe that kill a chicken yeah I'm good to go. Like. I think that there's when there's more opportunity, when there's more things that we can do. I think, like truly, we we now feel boredom way oh, way more. Because but if you think about, like think about how fast the world's moving now, right? Like, yeah, we can. I, I think we'll look back at this time, like even if we survive through global warming or whatever. But yeah, <laughs> I think eventually, like. 20, 50 years from now, we'll look back at this period of time and be like, holy crap, like what is going on? Because like yeah. we can't keep up with, with what's going on. Like the internet doubles every like 36 hours or some nonsense What like is that? that? What do you mean doubles? It what doubles in mean? size in terms of like all the information that's available to you. Is that a fact? Yeah, like think that's Wikipedia. so interesting. Wikipedia is literally like you can learn everything ever. You know what I mean? Like, but there's people, people that couldn't read. Like, you know what I mean? True. <laughs> there's people that literally could not read and they didn't know how to write. But like oh. now you can learn everything right here on your phone. So, wow. yeah. And uh, p- the one thing, like I like Wikipedia, but people can edit and make their own, no? Yeah. So but I feel like it's like, oh. Uh, there's anything though, like even your YouTube tutorial videos. Like, yeah. Like if my little brother was like, hey, I want to be a producer. I could be like, here's a computer. Here's yeah, YouTube. you can figure it out. This, well, that's out. what I did yeah. with my podcast, yeah. right? I was like, well, I want to, I want a podcast. <laughs> I want to start talking yeah. and, you know, spreading some love. And all I did was get a computer and this and some mics and <laughs> good to go. Yeah, see? So. I don't know if I answered your question, by the way, but. Yeah. Something about books? No, I yeah, was just asking yeah, if there yeah. was any books that inspired you right now or whatnot. Or um, that's really cool. Cool. Well, um, one of the things that I love to ask everybody that comes on here is to tell me possibly a goal they're working towards right now. I have this little goal box that I just created. I talk about this literally every podcast and I really just need to bring it in. It's finished. There's no excuse, but I create, it's like a DIY project where I created this box and everyone that comes on, they've told me a goal that they're working towards and I want to throw it in and I'm going to write it on a piece of paper, put it in. And then in a year from now, I want to sort of just follow up and ask you how you're, how you're doing with that goal. Hmm. And goals can change. Like obviously you've said that you're someone that you don't always stick stick to what you're doing or you change your mind and whatnot and so um i think the point of this is just to show that that even people the most successful people they're working towards something but they don't always accomplish it and it's Uh not always because they just couldn't it's just because you know life happens right so yeah i'd I'd have two goals right now like the first goal right now is just like to get better at music every day like do something that's gonna make me a little bit better right so whether it's something as simple as just watching a deconstructed video and saying like, oh, interesting, mm-hmm. I'm going to use that the next time I make a beat or the next time I try and like do something creative. Like that's, that's one of my goals, just getting better awesome at goal. something that I do every single day, which is music. Mm-hmm. Um, so like whether it's just, you know, learning how to do something faster or learning a new drum pattern or like finding a new drum kit or hmm. listening to somebody else's music and like figuring out how they did it. I love like just those small steps that, and that's what makes you better. Like if you, I think for me, like music, like I don't strive to be like, I would love to be eventually like a great producer, but it's like, I don't want to be known for that. You know what I mean? Like I want to be better known for like putting in the work and the time and the effort to get good at something versus just like being great. I love that. Yeah. And then the other goal I have is like, this is kind of sad, but um, (laughs) there's a period of time when I was Uber eating every single day. 
like I would Uber Eats breakfast You're and dinner such a male. and lunch. And, yeah, I hate to say that, but like literally every male that I know is like this. It the minute you become so a bachelor, bad. Yeah, but my boyfriend was like this. Yeah, not so anymore. Like what, I'm, what, I'm, what I'm doing is like I'm actually eating healthy now. Yeah. So I don't Uber Eats. That's awesome. I eat healthy. That's a great goal. Yeah, and like what you consume is what you get out of it, right? So yeah. if I eat healthy. I'll be better. My life will be better. I'll be yeah. more focused, have more energy. You are what you eat. 100%. I believe that, yeah. man. So I'm trying to eat a, a lot healthier. Yeah, this is me actually trying to avoid coffee. I'm drinking green tea. Yeah, there's a lot of so, caffeine in there. There's caffeine. It's there's not more a, caffeine. It's not it? about that. It's about like there's lots of benefits from green tea that I mm-hmm. I don't know because I've always struggled with acne. So <laughs> um, the antioxidants and whatnot they yeah. say from green tea is good, but I honestly like that's probably the best goal because it's it's so hard with mm-hmm. all of these, especially in Toronto. You live down the street. You said right? Yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah, and there's just there's so many restaurants everywhere and you yeah. just want it's so hard to not eat out all the time especially Uber and Eats. Yeah, the thing is like food's ex- like even at the grocery stores are like, kind of expensive like if you're not thrifty. Yeah. Like to eat it's almost the same price to like You do have to plan ahead. If you're yeah. going to go grocery shopping, I would like plan out a couple meals. Exactly. Make sure they all like intertwine otherwise. Yeah. So yeah. I've, been, I've been focusing on doing that and it's actually been very beneficial so. That's awesome. Anyone listening, I recommend eating healthy. <laughs> eating stop, healthy. stop eating McDonald's. Uber <laughs> Eats. Like, eat mcdonald's but in moderation yeah Not i love day. it three times a day don't do that. just like once once a week once, yeah once a month a week, yeah once yeah, a week, once a week. I'll, che- I'll cheat on my diet yeah once. especially tomorrow it's halloween so you gotta i'm not a big chocolate guy i'm a candy guy which is probably worse yeah it's more sugar. actually I, am i what am i you know no i'm both <laughs> i'm definitely a, i love sour keys Oh, so, yes. We yeah. bonded over this. Yeah, I swear we suckers. had them in at chapters. Probably. We were eating them. Yeah. Most likely. Yeah. Most I always likely. have sour keys on me. <laughs> yes. We, yes, we definitely did. Yes. Sour keys and yeah, candy. That, that was always a problem. Do you remember? So they don't actually have the vests anymore at chapters. Did you, did you know this? Mm-mm. They don't wear the vests anymore, which actually kind of makes me feel a little sad because that's sort of. They changed the swag? What? Yeah. You can wear whatever you want now, apparently. Oh, really? Yeah. Which <laughs> is kind of interesting, but I mean, it could be maybe hard to distinguish who's an actual employee now but i miss those days and i one of the things i loved about chapters is that they had the vests and there was little pockets and i would hide my candy and my food (laughs) in there all the time (laughs) when i left everyone like literally everyone had a food memory of me saying melissa offering me chocolate of some sort that was in her vest which (laughs) sounds gross but it'd be in a bag in my vest (laughs) just open (laughs) all right so this is um a fun part of the podcast we're almost done i just wanted to um pull a card for you okay all right so this card deck is called wisdom of the hidden realms i don't know it's kind of a fun deck and anyways i have an interesting story with this i Mm. met the girl that created this really and she had this um do you know who uh, um teresa caputo is you know oh, that medium? I wanted, for some, I thought Caputo, and I was like, "Orange is the new black." But no, no. no. Oh, yeah. There's someone named Yeah Caputo. Yes. <laughs> no, I don't know. Do you, okay, so she's this. Uh, she has this uh, show called Long Island Medium, and oh, okay, she's yeah, really yeah, funny. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, she just has that thick accent, and she's yeah, yeah, hilarious. Accent, yeah. And so she she's a medium, right? And so she does these like big stadium sort of shows. Well, she'll pull people out of the audience mm-hmm. and that's what this girl did and I just so happened to like go to one of these things my friend had invited me and did you, did you like it 
it she blew my mind really? I, I filmed a lot of it and i tr- and i show everybody because she just she was mind-blowing at how accurate she was and really? I, I talked to someone that was in the audience and sure enough she was accurate and i've been to psychics that have been dead on that have like given me shivers on how crazy accurate they are really? i was also pulled out of an audience once by a psychic who told me like complete like crazy details about my grandfather my my relationship sorry my dad's relationship with my grandfather and how my relationship with my dad has been affected because of it was just it was so weirdly accurate so since those experiences I've that that's kind of helped me be a little bit more open-minded and I've just you know sought out I don't know understanding a little bit more I guess as much as you can understand yes I'm really skeptical but yeah because like I watched this, this magician named Darren Brown Okay. And he's all about like manipulation and like how you can be manipulated. But like when you get huh. that deep and somebody can tell you like details about somebody else that isn't you. Yeah. Like that to me is like, it's oh, weird. Maybe, I don't know. It's <laughs> wild. And I brought my girlfriend to her as well. And she, unfortunately, she had, um, she lost a parent when she was younger. And um, this woman like was dead on you, like, and speaking to the parent. Beforehand? Or was she like, no, you, you literally like, actually, what I love about her is that she says, don't tell me anything. Really? Yeah, and she just talks. It's great. What the hell? Yeah, gotta bring me there. Yeah, me to believe her, her. She's in Pickering. She, really? yeah, her name's um, Nicole. I, I will, I'll refer you to her. Yeah, I'll if give you her. Can have her text it's me. Weird. My birthday. No, without she's telling her when my she, birthday is, and I will. I'll do it. <laughs> That's sure. I don't know if she'd do that, but <laughs> I don't know tell about me what that, day of the week I was born on. Oh my gosh, she's a Tuesday. Maybe it was. I don't know. Uh, Good guess. (laughs) I just heard Tuesday. (laughs) I'm born on a Tuesday, so. Okay, so this is, so so this woman created this, these cards. Not the one that I just told you, but this is the the one I went to her show. I thought she was kind of cool. So I was like, I'm going to buy these cards and support her because I think they're cool. And they're like these really, I I don't know, they're really uh, beautiful just to look at the art and... I don't know. They're super cool. So everyone that comes to my show, I pull a card just okay. for fun. Do you do you do it or I do it? Well, it's up to what you feel. So I, I can like pull I a card. Pull it. Okay, yeah. great. So do you? So then I'll get I'll get you to shuffle them. Okay. And so then you pull a card, and you're supposed to think of like a question or what do I need to know? So okay. yeah. So say yeah, whatever. I'm kind of freaked out now. <laughs> Just touching these cards, I like a like. Whoa. Oh, you oh sorry. It's also supposed to knock three times first. It's supposed to make on the card the, or on yeah, the table on the cards like three times. I can pick a card from like I can pick any card from any part of the the thing. Yeah, but knock three times first and then shuffle. Why is it so stressful? I'm so stressed <laughs> out. Knock three times though because my energy is attached knock to it. Knock it here. Yeah, yeah. Now I shuffle. Yes. Okay. So the idea is that. So when I'm touching it, my energy is attached to them. And okay. so to make the cards, all your energy is apparently to shake. I don't I don't really understand it, but it's hmm. kind of interesting. And I, I feel like there's something to it. So I always tell everyone you're supposed okay. to knock three times. Shuffle. And then whatever card you feel drawn to, you pick it. And it's gonna, whatever you need to know. Go for it. Actually, I'm not feeling that one. I, to, I, didn't, <laughs> think about what I, I didn't think about what I was trying to think Your about. Your overthinking is coming through now. Yeah, see? Okay. I love it. Okay. I'm going to go for like this one. Cool. Go for it. All right. Okay. So you gave it to me upside down. Okay. So, but it's right set up for you. I'm going to, I'm going to say it's upside down. So patience is what it represents. You know, what's so weird. Mm. I took an Uber here and he picked me up and we were driving around and he had to turn around and he's going to pull a Yui. Mm -hmm. He just went around in a circle. 
and we ended up in front of the traffic where he would have if he uh he pulled the ue okay and he just looked at me and he was like you know what solves a lot of problems is patience <laughs> that's that's super weird cool oh my god that's it's super dead weird. on i'm telling you these cards are crazy they're always dead on every single time okay i'll read you what it means okay so it's so it, because it came upside down it's uh, a challenger okay so when it's right side up it's it's just a like, guidance that you're technically like on the right path, but mm-hmm. this is challenging you to overcome something or something you need to work on. Oh, it's so, so. true. This is so creepy now. <laughs> what the hell? So when the Swan Queen appears to challenge you, it's time to stop doubting your inner voice. Don't let your analytical mind prevent you from seeing the miracles that spirit places in front of you. So spirit, the law of attraction, whatever you believe. Another message the Swan Queen shows you in the mirror of your life is your fear of change. Why, fe- why, fear, why fear what's inevitable? Everything in life changes and transforms from one moment to the next. Holding on to the past only distorts and mangles the natural or order of things. If you can, in spite of your fear, be gentle with yourself and allow for change. Only beauty will come will come of it. Most important, a shift in perspective is what's called for now. So be patient. That was that was very necessary. Cool. Yeah. See, that was I believe in it now. Yeah. Right. I, that was. <laughs> it's that weird. Was good. I actually bought these at chapters. Really. Yeah. Um. I'm. I. These cards. They're just. It's. It, unreal how accurate it's always what the, you need the funny to know thing, I, I, I can't tell you what i thought of yeah so i just keep that to myself oh you can if you want you no i won't oh, okay but what i thought of had so much to do with what that card just said oh well perfect yeah great it's like something that I, w- I was thinking about recently too so oh weird. awesome yeah. Well, yeah you know what i think even if you don't believe in spirit ghosts whatever like god or whatever i you we've already talked about believe in energy and mm-hmm. so if you think of it like that you're drawn to energetically what you need to know yeah balance, right, right? Yeah. yeah it like have you ever played with a pendulum no well yeah do you know what they are yeah. like when you hold it and you ask a question and it will move back and forth mm-hmm. and like it's the same deal it's like if in your energy you're you're you have a question in mind and you're mm-hmm. trying to figure out an answer your you your body knows like what the answer is whether yeah. you're aware of it or not is the True. case right so yeah. i think your energy your subconscious mind will lead you to the answer and it'll move in the direction that you need to know hmm. it's really interesting so anyways i just love these yeah, cards that was, that was awesome yeah well thank you so much for being here fun chat nice catching up I know. um um honestly before i finish i would love if you could tell everyone where they can find your music like let's yeah, like, um, yeah wherever you can we... find me on soundcloud it's jamal gittens music okay uh or just go to jamalgittens.com jamalgittens.com um, j-a-h-m-a-l-g-i-t-t-e-n-s.com i'll put you it can... also in the bio yeah, you can do below. that um i work with darren falano so if you just go on apple music spotify cool his music's up there ram riddles too okay um, and darren's dropping some new stuff soon so maybe some good stuff that for listen to so Awesome. Yeah. Maybe I'll play a little. Can I play like a little something at the want. end? If you want to use Great. my music at any time, just let me know. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Maybe like right at the ending of this podcast, I'll put a little something. So make sure it has a hard, hard drop though. Make Okay. Well, maybe <laughs> you okay. can like send me exactly what you want me to. Okay. okay. I'll make it so it's like completely unrelated to this. And Perfect. Like super weird. Well, actually, I, I always finish up. I have this. I, I bought this uh, instrumental to use in my podcast and it literally sounds like Disney music, like the ending <laughs> of a Disney movie. Yeah. And so it's uh, it's funny because I just I, I love finishing my podcast on like such a, I don't know, magical sort of. Yeah, like on a high note. So if it has a drop, then that's great. I feel like everybody's going to be dancing. <laughs> and Disney bass. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. 
All right. Thank you so much. Oh, thank and you. also, you didn't know, but uh, I always like to finish on this note. Uh, my motto of the podcast is the grass is always greenest where you are right now. So be grateful for you have for, for what you have, <laughs> for where you are right now, what you have. And uh, yeah. And be patient. And be patient. Me, I, I think everybody needs yeah, ev- to learn everyone. that. Yeah. I don't know if that if anyone has mastered patience. Everyone should have an Uber driver that tells them to be to be patient. Yeah, so, these yeah. Uber drivers they they all wisdom. always Spitting spread wisdom. wisdom. <laughs> so true. Yeah. Anyways, love you guys so much. Namaste. Peace. For more Namaste, visit patreon.com slash Melissa Malati. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Melissa Malati.